are you drinking, posh boy? Mate, I've gone for the same again. I'm on the harbour. Mmm. Harbour Ale. Is that the one you mentioned last time? Yeah, it's like, yeah, Cornish Lager, mate. It's really, really, really nice, actually. That was the first time I've had it. Well, I've had it on tap before, I think, but, um... Yeah. Nice, like mate. It. Very nice. What are you I'm, drinking? I'm keeping it Cornish a little bit, mate. I'm, uh... For for a while now, I've been uh, enjoying my Atlantic Pale Ales and my Doom Bar, and I've also got a cheeky Old Speckled Hen, which I quite like. So yeah, yeah, yeah flying the Cornish flag alongside you, mate. Enjoying my Cornish lager at the minute. Nice. By the way, folks, this uh, episode will just be me and Pete coming up with some carpy stories and uh, just shooting the breeze. So uh, don't expect anything too intellectual or, or uh, structured we're gonna have a few beers have a good old carpy chat how's that sound pete sounds like fun mate i'm up for it what's new in your world of angling then mate what's going on with you yeah nothing really new in my world of fishing mate a bit of um indecision a little bit of uh, casting doubt i just can't decide where i want to fish to be honest i haven't found my haven't found my home i like split between a couple of different waters and uh but I'm fishing tomorrow night, mate, and I'm looking forward to it. And that's about it, really. Yourself, I know you've been struggling, haven't you? Bloody hell, mate. Uh, first off, I, how many times have you been switching between waters? It was literally about, I don't know, two months ago? Not even that. Six weeks ago, and you're like, no, do you know what, mate? I'm I'm definitely going on to the other pit. Uh, I'm just going to you know, spend my time, spend the rest of the season and winter there <clears> and just go through. And already you're going to switch back. What? What's going on, mate? I'm not switching back, just so you know. You're not switching Persevering. back now. No, no. But <laughs> wherever I'm fishing, I just kind of like want to be at the other place. Dude, what's that about, mate? This is, this, you know, know how ridiculous this sounds. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> I do. But um, Yeah, no, I'm going to persevere, mate. I think, like you said, we had a chat. Was it yesterday? Earlier today? I don't know. Um... I've just got to persevere with it, haven't I? It'd be stupid. Yeah, you're being, you're acting like a little child, mate. Like, so <laughs> you, you, you fish a place for a few times, it doesn't go your way, and then you're like, oh, I'm just not into it, I need to fish somewhere else. You, you know, you're acting like a little kid. Oh, that's one way of looking at it. <clears throat> to be honest with you, I just didn't do well on the other lake. And now I feel, because I haven't done well, I just want to go out and conquer it. And I actually just sort of feel that everything there would be aligning now to have a few fish. But I've been focusing on this other lake. Um, so, yeah, I just I just don't know, mate. I just, um, you know when you, you, you don't do well on a place and then you've just got that burning desire. Well, not even a burning desire, but in the back of your head, you just sort of like, you need to sort of conquer it. You need yeah. to go back there. You need to figure it out. You've got to sort of like settle the score that's how i feel 100 percent, right but a you shouldn't have freaking moved in the first place if that was the case b if you move back you've then got that same issue with this place that you've just started fishing it doesn't make sense mate <laughs> i know <laughs> you're like know. a woman you're, you're like a woman you don't know your you know you don't know your mind you're flitting from one thing to the other <sighs> you're easily swayed off course i think you're right mate hmm yeah I feel like a woman. Yeah, mate. You look like one too. <laughs> but yeah, mate. So no, fishing tomorrow night. Um, I'm going to persevere with it. So I know what I'm doing. 
Mm. What about yourself? You've been struggling to get on your water, haven't you? Oh, I've had a fucking ball ache. Yeah, I've been... Yeah, so I've been baiting up this this area and really kind of getting the spot rocking and I'm really putting the time in to go and do it. It's uh, it's an hour each way for me. Well, it's about 50 minutes. So, you know, it's nearly a two-hour round trip and obviously once you've actually walked to the spot, baited up, you're looking at a good two and a half hours at least. Um, but I've been doing that four times a week and um got the spot this got the spot going perfectly it's it's somewhere i really think will produce now I won't bore everyone to death with why that is um and uh yeah just just keeping it going putting in quite a bit of bait truth be told uh around about 15 kilos a week which you know it's, it's sure there could be more bait but the, there's not that many fish in there so that's actually quite quite a bit um and it's been beautiful. And in front of the swim, <clears throat> there's this like big weed bed that's drifted in front of the swim. This happened like two weeks ago. And I was like, perfect. Now, the, the, bear in mind, just backtrack. Bear in mind, this lake is busier than what I'm used to. I'm used to having lakes where it's just, you know, a couple of people fishing it in midweek, if that. Or sometimes even a place myself. Anyway, so it's a little bit busy. So I'm paranoid about someone taking my spot, someone seeing me bait up, etc., etc. I mean, obviously, I'm not baiting up if there's someone fishing near it. That's disrespectful. But anyway, this big weed raft, you know, floats into the margin and just sitting right in front of the swim. So I'm like, that is fucking perfect. Because A, if someone wants to fish there, they're going to have to move it. And a lot of carp anglers are lazy. Uh, although that being said, a lot of people do rake out the weed on this lake. Um, and B, I'll see if someone's fished that spot because the freaking weed raft will be will have moved, right? And this weed raft stayed there for a while, which is absolutely perfect. So baiting it up, baiting it up, baiting it up. The weed raft's still there. Anyway, I've come to fish it last week. And on the Tuesday, guess what? Some mother effer, no fault of their own, but someone was setting up in that swim so fuck's sake so anyway talk to them you know suggest some spots that aren't mine <laughs> you know what i mean the usual kind of thing <laughs> um and anyway and i go you know obviously tail between my legs you know I'll bugger off um i can't fish so i i don't bother fishing uh, i just go home and anyway blah 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 blah, blah. and anyway Go back, baiting up again, everything's all good, da, 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 until the following week, which is this week. And it, once again, I get there on a Tuesday and some other fucker is in that swim. Totally different guy. No one else has been fishing this swim, by the way, other than the two freaking consecutive weeks on the nights that, that I wanted to fish it. So, I mean, people listening to this are probably more used to busier waters. I'm not. I've done a lot of my fishing in Cornwall on very quiet places or unknown places and all this, that and the other, and in Devon. Um, I'm not used to this, <laughs> and it drives me fucking mad because it's really hard to get something going. Um, now, obviously, when you're in a swim and you cast out, you know, you've got spot. You know, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of different areas that someone can fish, so it doesn't necessarily mean that they've fished my spots. But just the continuity, it's absolute paramount in my opinion. You've got to keep that bait going in little and often if you really want to get a spot rocking. And obviously having someone there, it makes it a lot harder to do that. So anyway, that's pretty much my angling summed up. So I've just been doing a bit of you know stalking on a different lake, um, which is, is like a maze with tons of different islands. And it's real intricate, interesting lake. So I've just been doing a bit there, mate. Um, 
That's pretty much so is it. That, <clears throat> is that weed, weed sort of raft you're saying? Is that still there, is it? Or have these guys sort of raked it out, mate? Oh, no. they moved, the, the first guy that went in there, like, raked it out, moved it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, interesting. You see, this is the other struggle I've had as well, because the areas I've been baiting on the new lake, I've not actually fished yet. Um because I'm sort of like stuck with Friday nights at the minute and it's there's, a, there's always a few down there. It's not the biggest lake in the world. And um, like I said to you last time, I went down actually midweek when I had the opportunity to fish. And there was a couple of guys on. And yeah, I could have dropped in somewhere else, but I wouldn't have been confident. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel your frustrations, dude. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. It's... I mean, it just makes me realise, you know, all those years ago, how lucky we were to have quite a few different venues, pretty much to ourselves, and maybe a few others. But we all kind of like respected each other's areas, and you know, up here, it, well, certainly not. I don't want to blanket everything the same, but certainly the waters I'm th- fishing up here, you know, you just don't, you, you're not able to do that because there's so many more members of the water, so. Yeah, I appreciate the old days. I sound like a right old old boy, don't I? But um, yeah, it's just a lot tougher. And the other thing I don't like about it is you're also, you're not just, it's not you against the carp, is it? Trying to outwit the carp. It's you trying to outwit the carp and the other anglers and what they're doing. So it just puts mm. a different dimension in it. And I don't know. It just, I just not into it. Maybe when I was younger and I was much more competitive, I might have even liked it in some weird way. You know, a bit of competition, but now I don't. I just, I go fishing to bloody get away from people, uh, you know, as well as other things. So, uh, yeah, not loving it. Um, but there we go. So much so, I'm actually, I'm, I'm even gone to the length of, I'm like looking for, looking at lakes to lease and thinking, oh, maybe I'll set up a little syndicate or something, get my own thing going for the future. I'd quite like to do that. That really does appeal to me, actually. Especially speaking to to Joss, who we had on about otterpredation, um, about his little water, and just hearing how passionate he is about his his little syndicate. It's really nice to hear someone so fired up about a place, and I don't know, kind of spark spark something in me. I was like, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll do that one day. You never know, do you? It's every carp angler's dream, isn't it? That is. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I imagine it. You know, it's it's one of those things that once you get into it, <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Okay, I didn't realize it would be like this. I'm sure it, it soon turns into a, a serious labor, um, labor of love, of course. But I imagine it's one of those things that ends up being way more work than you first think it is. But uh, probably totally worth it just to see a, see your own place flourish. I'd imagine. I think so, mate. Yeah. How would you want to do it? Like, would you want to f- sort of find a place and start from scratch? I don't mean dig the lake. Say you've, you've, you've found a bit of land with a water on it and you've spoken to the owners and you can set up an agreement. Would you want to sort of stock it from scratch? Would you want to find a place that's got an original stock of fish? Yeah, I'd want to I'd want to find a place that had you know, some, some established stock in there. Um, I don't know if you can say, I mean, original, how do you, what do you class as original? That's that's a that's a you know box of frogs or whatever that saying is. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'd want to find a water that had some that had a a, a stock in um, already, or at least find a, a water that um, 
that I could move some older stock into. I wouldn't want to just go and kit it out with fish from VS Fisheries. No disrespect to them whatsoever. Um, but I wouldn't want to just kit it out with, with you know, new fish, if that makes sense. I'd want some older fish in there, um, I think, or at least bring them in from another place. Um, it's all circumstantial, isn't it? I mean, ideally, I'd want to find somewhere on a piece of land that had some carp that had been put in there bloody years ago and they'd just been left to do their own thing and you know it was a bit of a bit of a haven and then fish for those carp and, and obviously in years down the line you, you do have to bring other stock in if they don't spawn successfully etc etc um, but yeah that's the ideal mate that would be the ultimate find a water that that wasn't being fished or hadn't been fished but contain some lovely old carp in i mean that's got to be the ultimate right yeah, of course, definitely. Well, I mean, we spent years and years, didn't we, hunting for these waters, sort of throughout Devon and Cornwall, anyway, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? It would be lovely. Mm. But there Is we go. Craft hole in Cornwall, where you said it, it sold for like really cheap. Yes, I was. Yeah, a while ago, I was looking at lakes, and uh, that came up. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, craft hole. It was not that much, not in the grand scheme of things. Um, well, well known Cornish water, wasn't it? Craftal. Oh yeah. Hmm. I believe that's where the, the big fish in Argyll came from. I think it got moved down there. It's it got quite moved a, quite from a journey. It got moved from Craftal, did it? I I believe so. I could be wrong. It's just what I've read online. So. But yeah, I believe it did. Like the big, the big mirror in there. Hmm. Is that is is this legit? Are you supposed to be saying this on a podcast or? I just I, I read it online, mate. I read it online. Okay. All right. Well, you... probably is. It was a Southwest Lake Syndicate, wasn't it, Craftol? Hmm. So I imagine when that went, they would have moved the the stock of fish that were their fish. So. Hmm. I would have thought it rings true. I'm looking now, and the um, the guide price was between thirty five and fifty grand. I don't know what the actual sale price was. I'm just looking on the internet now. Um, ain't much, is it really? I don't know. Doesn't sound like much. Depends what goes with it, isn't it? <clears throat> I don't know how much sort of land went with the with the lake, or wasn't the big lake, was it? No, it wasn't a big lake. Did we fish it? No, no, no. Well, I certainly didn't. Cool, mate. Well, um, I think what we were going to do is we were going to tell some stories. Well, we were going to tell some stories in this podcast. Uh, truth be told, my memory is freaking appalling. And I'm sure I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast. There's a lot I don't remember, but Pete is always, always, when we're on the phone to each other, he's always bringing up usually quite embarrassing stories about things that happened and, and things like that. Have you got any for this podcast, mate? Did you think of any? Yeah, I've got three. Um, two of them old stories spanning back and one very recent one. But all three of them um, revolve around you taking a shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So one you say <laughs> one recent one. Hmm. I can't think of what that is. We haven't fished together. No. 
Yeah, we have. Oh, we have. We did two socials. That was it. <clears throat> yeah. So. Mm. But anyway, so story number one. So you said, like, Fucking when I brought up the stories. <laughs> you were Sorry. just like, go on. Sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say, I have no idea what these are going to be, by the way. This is, don't, listeners, don't think this is something that we've like contrived and we're like, yeah, we'll tell that story. I have no idea what he's going to bring up. Go on, mate. So you say, you, you said, it doesn't matter how embarrassing they are. Like, just, just do it. Just, just say the stories. So, yeah. Story number one. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, Little Resi down south. You've got a bit of a thing with taking a shit on the bank, haven't you? Like a little bit, little bit like, is it, I'm not even particular. I don't know. But every time we go to do fishing, like you always need to take a shit. Um, so Little Resi down south. Um, do you remember it? No. So there was a port, well, portaloo did... on site. I mean, if you're going to a portaloo, Sam, you want a nice clean facility, don't you? Well, I tell you right now, I will not use a fucking portaloo. I would, I when I go out, yeah, you're right. I I take a I take a shit every time I go fishing, like every human, mate. I I take a poo a day, but I always take a, a bucket, and I put um I put a, a bin liner. Top tip: I actually use uh, garden refuse sacks because they're heavier duty than bin liners. Last thing you want is some flimsy old bin liner that's gonna. You want you want a refuse. You want a thick garden refuse sack. Um, so that's what I use: a bucket and a refuse sack, mate. Yeah, not afraid to say it. You will not catch. You don't want me. to use like an Asda bag. You don't. You don't want to catch me like pooping in a freaking uh, portaloo. No way. Um, so anyway, we're at this little resi down south. Um, I remember we'd got there and we couldn't purchase tickets because we just missed like the closing time it was just like a little post office or something that used to sell the tickets so we basically did like overnight the bailiffs used to be like real strict on there and then in the morning uh, we hadn't had anything and we moved swims and i was just fishing in the swim in front of the portaloo and the bailiff just come around he's a bit like you, you lads are here early and we're like yeah 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 like just got here kind of thing he's like you weren't on for the night and we we're like no 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 and then the bailiff just looks around to the side of the portaloo and there's a fucking steaming turd there right behind my swim. <laughs> Have you got any... Is this sort of coming back to you? <laughs> no, not in the slightest. I don't even know which water you're on about. So what happened... <laughs> Mate, you need to flesh this story out a little bit. So so I'd, I'd, taken, a, I'd taken a poop... <clears throat> somewhere yeah you took a shit right next to the portaloo mate oh no <laughs> and um oh, i don't know if like story. If, whether the bailiff had like caught you in the act and you had to scurry off he walked up and there was just a shit there and he had his kid with him <laughs> and he was just like oh, i was just like oh my god like that's disgusting you walked into the swim and you're just like oh mate like <laughs> And you're just like, Pete, there's a fucking kid here. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, there's nothing to do with me. And you just took a shit. And I remember the bailiff, like, inspecting it, being like, that's fresh, boys. <laughs> I was just like, not seen anyone, mate. Not seen anyone. You're just there, like, <laughs> oh, like Pete, God. you're disgusting, kind of thing. I was, I was trying to pin it on you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, mate. Can you not remember that? Mate, I honestly, honest to God, I do not remember that whatsoever. No. No, I don't. Okay. I thought you'd remember that, genuinely. That was at, down at Boscafno, mate. That's amazing. Yeah, that, the, 
the <laughs> the bailiff was just convinced I took a shit next to the portaloo. I couldn't just stand there in front of you and dob you in. Like, <laughs> you can't just snitch on someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of like in, against the code, isn't it? You can't just snitch on someone. Yeah, yeah. And I just had to sort of like deny all knowledge, whereas just, it was just obvious. It was just like a steaming hot turd. Yeah, I don't know if we can publish that, mate. I really don't. That's 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 so awful. But that's so out of character for me right now. I would never do that. But um, really, of course I wouldn't. What do you mean, really, mate? Because I've gone to my next story. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell! I'm gonna hate this, aren't I? Go on, go on, mate. So, <clears throat> um, mate, I'm sure you'll remember this one. Weedy Lake. Um. Well, that was years ago. That's not recent that we fished there. No, no, not recent. Not re- No, the recent one's not that bad, mate. It's just actually funny. It's not like you've shit next to a portaloo and blamed someone else. Yeah, I would not <laughs> do that <laughs> anymore. Um, uh, yeah, Weedy Lake, again, you've gone for a shit. We were both there at the same time, and you'd gone basically behind all, you'd like gone behind all the brambles and everything. In uh, in the field, got, you know, I, I went for a shit in the field. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of like behind like an old sort of stables and stuff. I remember it was in a field. And, um, it was in a field, mate. Mm-hmm. And you'd like for some reason, like you'd finished your business, mate. You'd done your paperwork, and you decided to um, set fire to the toilet roll to try and <laughs> like hide the evidence. I don't know. And... <laughs> You'd obviously been squatting there, just sort of like curled one out, then like wiped, done your business, mate, pulled up, started a little fire with the toilet roll. (laughs) And then um, you just like looked up, and it was like the old. (coughs) The old, I can't even talk. (laughs) There was the owner of the, uh, the horses. It's just. Just stood there with a pitchfork, like leaning on the pitchfork, like real angry. And she had just watched like the whole process, mate. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that that's hundred percent true. Yeah, I, I remember that one, mate. I remember that. I didn't know what to do. I had to stamp out the fire. I didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, shit. What? Yeah, I was going to say, like, what do you do at that point? You sort of like look at her and just like you, you put the fire out, just give her a nod and walk off. <laughs> yeah, mate, I just put the fire out and walked off casually as I could. What can you do? I can't, like, run. I don't know. Like, yeah, you it was fucking horrible. Yeah. Poor lady. Savage. Poor lady. Yeah. She was a really nice lady as well. She she didn't deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. If this was a fucking random field at the back of a lake, I didn't I didn't even think it would be a problem me shit in there. I wanted to set fire to the loo roll because I didn't want to leave like rubbish around, you know. I think poo, you know, it give it a couple of days of rain and it's all it's all gone into the soil isn't it but Lou Roll's a bit different so that's that's why I set fire to it um, yeah. <laughs> just oh, your god. thing mate oh, oh god yeah, yeah savage mate 
Yeah, I remember that savage. one. I always remember that. That uh, that was yeah, it was a powerful experience, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was for her. Mm. So, oh, the next story's really not that funny. Oh man, I've got a dog with him. I've got a dog with him. I'm gonna throw the dog out a sec. Sorry, right. one minute. <clears throat> oh, are you expecting me to bring that one up? No, I'm back no. on the mic now. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so mate, this is going to be a real anticlimax now, because um, poop story number three was at our most recent social. Um, oh yeah, and you you pooped in a bag, like mm-hmm. saying a legit on Bankside poop. Now he's not littering, he's not arsoning, just pooped in a bag, and. Um, you were trying to convince me, mate, to take the rubbish. I already had, like, we had drunk quite a few tinnies. I had, like, a rubbish bin bag full, didn't I? Yeah. Um, had a bit of a social. You were trying your best to convince me to take your shit bag, which was hanging in a tree. <laughs> I was just like, like, no, like, absolutely not. Clearly. Um, and then I'd left, and I think you stuck around for a few, a couple of hours before you headed off. And then you just sent me a photo with like a <laughs> caption, like you were really angry with me. And I don't know what had happened, but you put your <laughs> shit bag on your windscreen. And then for some reason, you must have put your windscreen wipers on. And your garden <laughs> refuse sack wasn't strong, clearly, because it's wiped and smeared your shit all over your window. <laughs> and I just sent you a message saying, what the fuck is that? And you just put my fecal matter. <laughs> Shit, mate. I don't think we can publish this. I really don't. This is fucking awful. I think we've got to. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Mate, the poop stories. I figured out why that happened, by the way. Um, so, I, I, uh, what I like to do is is I, I hang the... Sorry for the listeners. This is really crass. I like to uh, hang the, the poop bag off of, like, off of my bed <clears> chair so it's... You know, I don't want to just like dump it on top of my gear on the barrow, so I hang it off so it's not really you know on anything. And uh, it was gr- like scraping along the floor. I remember I tied the the handle too too slack, if you like, um, and it was like bouncing along the f- floor. I didn't think it was doing any damage, but obviously it had just worn a bit of a. It had just abrased the bottom of the bag, and and uh, a little bit of leakage happened. And I just like dumped the bag on my. <laughs> on my car and I don't know what happened you know one thing leads to another I was putting my stuff away and I forgot about it I obviously put the engine on and windscreen wipers went and yeah there we go there we go I w- <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some stories like this to tell about you Pete but I can't I can't think of any you're pretty clean cut aren't you posh Pete yeah mate yeah mate no it's 100% a sensible one <laughs> 100% mm. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> um. So, do we sort of um? Are we going to talk about your spooky story on this episode? I think we are, mate. Yeah, I think we are. <clears throat> Definitely. You said um. When we we spoke about doing this episode, and we said what we're going to talk about, I'll bring up some stories and. You said that you actually have a spooky story as well. Well, yeah. It's not... This is the the only sort of really spooky thing that's happened to me. It's just more weird than spooky. 
Is this um, what is is this uh, the thing that happened down Porth Reservoir? No, I've forgotten about that, mate. No, you remember no, that, wasn't that? Yeah, I do. That was when we were fishing together. This isn't something to do with just me. <coughs> All right. Anyway, I'm still in your thunder. Go on. Um, so it's not that spooky, mate. But we had fished. I think it was Upper Tamar, and we had done two nights on there. Um, which is why I'm going to say you're not going to remember this. Because last time we went to Upper Tamar, you couldn't even remember the fact that we'd fished there together. Um, so basically, two occurrences in the night. First of all, we'd had quite a few beers. And I remember we had a knockoff bottle of Bailey's. And it was called Country Mist. And the only reason why I remember this is because you always used to tell me I need to lay off the Country Mist because of these weird occurrences that happened to me in the night. And um, <clears throat> so basically, the first thing was, I was just, we'd gone to bed, mate, gone our own sort of ways. I was fishing probably, I don't know, 100 yards down the bank from you. Um, we're fishing into that little arm, you know, on like the Devon side. I don't know if you can remember this session at all. I don't. I, I've, I've fished it several times, but I don't ever remember fishing it with you. Hmm. Yeah, so we were fishing that little arm that sort of, um, <clears throat> sort of breaks into the Devon side, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. <clears throat> um, it's quite narrow, isn't it? You can cast... Sort of like across to the far side. Um, anyway, so we'd sort of like we'd had a few beers, mate. Like just a, a normal sort of social. Um, and these are just literally like dreams that I had. Um, and I just remember having this dream, mate. And I was getting like chased like by a UFO. Um, and I can remember I was on the like the road, just like driving from it's like the Atlantic Highway, the A thirty nine, driving St Column to Wadebridge. Um, and there was like a UFO or something. It's really bright light. I remember like getting out of my car and trying to run away from it. And I was like trying to hold onto this tree. And it sort of like had me in like a tractor beam kind of thing. Like trying to pull me up to the, like their UFO. This is and a I dream. Just sort of like, yeah, this is a dream. And okay. I woke up like holding onto my bed chair. And I was just like the feeling in my stomach. You know when you're like on a roller coaster and like your stomach's upside down sort of feeling. Like you feel sick. And that was this thing, like, sort of, like, my body was being pulled, like, or my, like, stomach was being pulled out of my body as I was trying to, like, not get abducted. Mm. And I was literally, like, hanging onto my bed chair for dear life. And I woke up, mate, and I was just sort of, like, fuck. Like, oh, my fucking God. Like, that was a dream. You know what I mean? Something's just so real. And I was like, all right, like, fair enough. I don't really have dreams like that, mate. I don't remember my dreams. <clears throat> um, and that sort of stuck with me. It was really, really vivid. And then I went back to sleep. And, um... I obviously started dreaming again, mate, and I was on this fart. Um, and there was this lake there. Um, and I can't remember the ins and outs of it now, mate, because we're going back quite a few years. But there was a, there was basically, there was a dog on this farm, and this dog was literally sort of like, the, like evil, sort of like reincarnated. Like this dog was the devil kind of thing. It was like the most like <clears throat> horrendously evil thing going. And I'm guessing it could talk. Because I was like talking to this dog. Anyway, mate, um, I ended up drowning this dog. <laughs> and literally, as I'm like drowning this dog, mate, I was shouting like, I bet your farmer hated you. I woke up, right, in my bivvy. And you've seen The Exorcist, haven't you? Yeah. I was literally <clears throat> shouting 
in like the voice of, I'm going to listen back to this and really cringe, by the way. But I was like going, I bet your farm I hated you. <laughs> like talking like this. Like it was a fucked up voice. Like I can't even like do within my like voice box if that makes any sense. And I woke up and you know when you're sort of like, I wasn't like, it's almost like sleep paralysis, I guess. And I'm just saying it in this really fucked up voice, which was different to the voice that I was saying it in the dream. And I just woke up in the bivvy and I was just like saying it, thinking, what the fuck? I can hear my my, my, my mouth moving. I can hear it. But even though the, the voice coming out of my mouth was different to the voice in the dream. And I'm in my bed chair, wake up in my bivvy saying this, thinking, what the hell is going on? And then I could literally just see this like glowing, like, orange light like outside on my bivy like shining through does that make sense yeah and then this orange light just sort of like drifted further and further away fucking mental so can you remember yeah. that i i remember you saying i the line i remember is i bet your owner hated you was that what mm. I that bet your farmer hated you yeah. i bet your farmer that was it i bet your farmer hated you yeah i remember that so hang on in your dream you're saying it in your normal voice or not? <clears throat> in my dream, I was saying it in my normal voice, yeah. But you woke up. When I woke up, up the, noise, the, the, the noise, the audio coming out of your mouth was like what? Like possessed demon voice. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. That's really weird, yeah. isn't it? And I, I've actually genuinely got like real goosebumps <laughs> telling you the story. <clears throat> yeah, the orange light, was it like someone shining a torch through your... Your bivvy. Kind uh mate, it was just like uh if you could just imagine like a glowing sort of like orb light, like going dim, bright, dim, bright kind of thing. It was inside your <laughs> and bivvy then that, or outside? No, outside, like it was shining it out through the fabric. I could see it through the fabric. Like so it wasn't in front kind of, of your bivvy, it was like to the side or the back or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then it just sort of drifted away. Did I was asleep through all of this? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Weird, but that's the only sort of really freaky occurrence, mate. Yeah, T tell them about the um, the thing that happened at Porth. We we were sitting out, thing in my face. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Uh, <laughs> something hit, something hit my face, and then in the morning with the person. Why, why don't you tell them that story? Oh, yeah, I see. I forget that. I forgot about the morning thing. You might have to elaborate on that thing. But I remember now you said... Anyway, it was, we, were on the, we were on the far bank, weren't we? Mm -hmm. We are on the far side. Again, bit of a social. Um, and we'd sort of, I remember we'd had like a little bit of a barbecue and that, hadn't we? And a few beers sort of... Um, mm -hmm. I'm guessing we we're, were a few hundred yards apart. We'd set the chairs sort of in the middle so neither of us were too far away from the rods kind of thing. Um had a little social and we were just sat there and then all I remember is I saw something sort of I saw it or felt it or knew something was there and I sort of was like turned around because something just like brushed past the back of me kind of thing and then yeah you got fingered in the face well I don't know if it was a finger but something hit my face that was cold <laughs> it's like this this thing hit my face wasn't it yeah it's sort of, or you described it as somebody poked you in the face with like a pair of fingers kind of thing. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, and then we went to bed and then in the morning there was <clears throat> someone walked in front of my brolly 
Um, and then I was like, I, I, I don't know if I text you or phoned you. And I was like, who, who is that? And it's like, you, the, the way the lake goes, you walk past us and then you'd have to walk back past us to get out, wouldn't you? It's like, it, mm. unless you're going through real thick vegetation, which people, <clears throat> walkers wouldn't have done that, I don't think, would they? No, no. Not at all. Not at all. Um, and yeah, walk, the person just walked past me and um, obviously walked past Pete, but Pete didn't hear them walk past him. Um, and they never walked back past either of us to get out. So it was just odd. Odd little end off to the to the to the night, I suppose, wasn't it? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, but there's certainly I I knew something was there and saw something or felt something or just you know when something just moves behind you, you just turn around to have a look. Yeah, it happened like whatever it was happened at the same time, didn't it? It was like that happened and then something just hit me in the face. So it was just, <clears throat> but but neither of us had. It wasn't like Pete said, "Oh, I th- think someone's behind me," and then I'm like, "Oh, I can feel something on my face." It was like it just happened at the same time before we could communicate anything was wrong, right? Yeah, at least that's how it was I remember. Just one it. of those like, "What the fuck was that?" kind of thing. We we're both mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." But that place that there, there's, I mean, I don't know how true this is. It, it, yeah, probably absolute bollocks. But there was stories of um, of uh, like people walking around at night chanting with candles in monk clothing and that kind of thing, wasn't there? Yeah, we've heard, definitely heard the stories. I don't know how much truth's in it. Mm. Um, I mean, I certainly never saw anything like that. No. Um, but it backs onto, is it Colan Woods? Colan Woods? Mm. Um, and there's definitely some sort of um, spooky goings on in there, isn't there? I think sort of... Um, <clears throat> people who i don't know like who do the ghost hunting things or like to go to places to try and get freaked out uh, it's got a bit of history of that hasn't it um, i don't know isn't there like a little old village or something in there am i <clears throat> right in saying that i don't know i don't know mate there's a Is ruined it? yeah there's a ruined village i want to say this i don't know again i don't know where i've got this from saying this there's like a like ruins in there but it's like of like an old village but it's for like tiny little people <laughs> Like that ring, a... that rings a bell. But isn't that um, oh, wasn't that at? Is that in Cardinum Woods, or not? I don't think so, mate. Was that Colon Woods? Is it? Yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. You might be right. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean about the little people village, though. That's definitely a thing somewhere in Cornwall. <laughs> is it Colon? Is it? it? Probably is, mate. You're probably right. Yeah, I think so, mate. Mm. I do. <clears throat> but none of these spooky goings on are as good as your tale, mate. Oh my god, I know it's <laughs> it's one of those things. I don't want to tell it because it just sounds super ridiculous and unreal. Right, and it it was it. I'll t- I will tell it. It's not something I've I've spoke I've told many people. I did actually post it on a forum, um, years ago. Um, just because it there, there's a very good thread on this forum, a cart forum, cartforum.com, cartforum.co.uk, one of the two, I don't know. Um, there was there was this thread on there which is like a a section, like a posting, um, of really good 
ghost stories, wasn't there, Pete? And they are very good, like spooky goings mm. on on the bank or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, so and then a few people were like, tell your story, tell your story, old Rootsy and and uh, Pete. You remember old boy Pete? Bit of a legend. I would if I'd logged up back on and sort of yeah <laughs> had a look yeah. at things, mate. But no, uh, I haven't got a clue. So anyway, I yeah, I told it on there, and uh, yeah, I've not really told many people since, but I, I will tell it. Um, uh, if I heard this story, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, oh, come on. Uh, it just it just it sounds so far fetched and unlikely, but um, I'll tell it anyway. Um, so I decided to uh, give this lake a go. Um, it was in a place called Hidden Valley. Now it's it's not the kind of place I would fish normally, or neither now or back then. This was around about I think it was around about two thousand and. I don't know, 2008, something like that. Um, and this water, it was a beautiful little, beautiful little lake. Um, really nice. Uh, a friend of mine, um, he's fished there since he was a boy and he's, I don't know how old he is, 60? Maybe younger than that, actually. Maybe you wouldn't like me saying that. I don't know, 50? Fuck knows. Um, but he's fished it since he was a little boy. He absolutely loves the place. And he's like, oh, you should you should fish it. You should really fish it. It's a lovely, it's a, it's a special place to me. Um, you know, it's not big fishing there or anything. But I was like, okay, yeah, cool, I'll fish it. Or I went down there to have a look. Beautiful little lake. Um, I did a day session, you know, stalking and and um, just had a bit of fun on a day. And then I was like, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll do a night. And I, and I did the night on my own. Um so it's a beautiful little lake. All it's in a very old kind of woodland setting, very high trees. So it's very dark at night. Um, it's absolutely stunning in the daytime. Weeping willows, there's a lot. It's very, very pretty. Um, but at night, you know, something that I noticed was it got really, really dark. And I knew this beforehand because I'd baited it a few, a few in the upcoming days to my trip, and I noticed how dark it was. Um, I remember that the I was massive into moon phases back then. I still follow it now. Uh, but it was a small moon anyway. But still, it was just extra freaking dark. Bearing in mind, I'd been baiting this place for maybe three weeks before. So the moon was bigger or two weeks or whatever. Anyway, it's dark at night. Really tree-lined. But lovely and, and peaceful and just a beautiful place. Somewhere, somewhere that was really nice to be. Um, so anyway, usual thing, you know, I, I look at the fish, find out where I'm going to plot up for the night, um, set my brolly up, um, you know, ping the rods out, and I'm away, I'm fishing. Um, usual thing, as I used to do back then, I'd once I'd cast all out, you know, it's back under the brolly, and then I make a tea, you know, roll myself a fag, I don't smoke these days, but I did back then, roll myself a ciggy, and have a brew and a cigarette, and just soak it all in, sort of thing. Um, I was, I got genuinely got goosebumps. I fucking hate it, hate reliving it. Um, so anyway, I do this, and um, and you know the night's kicking in. It, it's already dusk at by when I'm flicking my rods out. The night's kicking in. I can't remember. This is fucking years ago. I can't remember if it happened, you know, immediately or or a little bit into night time. But I think it was pretty much, you know, within half hour of flicking the rods out. So I'm making my brew and I remember I'm having my cigarette and I'm just soaking it all in and I've got my mug and I'm looking out into the lake and all of a sudden I start to feel under the weather, just like not quite right. 
and this like rapidly grows like very very quickly um you could almost count it up in levels like one two three four i get feel i feel sicker and sicker and 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 kind of a bit dizzy and faint okay feeling like shit and as soon as i start feeling that there's this feeling of something there with me something some presence all around me i can't describe it i know it sounds really freaking vague but it just felt like something was sitting there with me like almost watching me intently and it just didn't feel fucking nice like i felt ill and there was this thing with me and it felt fucking horrible now bearing in mind back then i used to do two or three nights uh, two or three nights a week um sometimes four nights you know I'm no stranger to being out at night in the middle of fucking nowhere on my own. That's what I used to do. Um, so anyway, I just do not feel good. I mean, okay, you know, could just be sickness or whatever, but I couldn't explain this this horrible feeling of, of something sitting with me. And it felt very fucking uncomfortable and I did not feel good. Um, so anyway... I kind of like crawl in into bed and and just try and like you know forget about it. It's like okay, whatever, something's going on. I just don't feel well. Oh well, um, it it is what it is, kind of thing. Um, so I'm 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 trying to forget about it. I'll probably roll myself another cigarette. Um, by this point and I'm just lie, lying in my bed chair trying to forget about it and all of a sudden this like freaking cold wind wraps around me like there's the only way I can describe it. it 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 just kind of wrapped around like wrapped around me it was like it it swirled around the front of my brolly into my brolly and, and around me um, and in fact at the time I think I was in between brollies and it was this old fox evo i think it was called it it was shaped like a brolly but it had these out real old quirky thing it's all open fronted anyway the wind like there was no wind by the way it was like a dead still night but there was this this stern breeze just like whipping it was fucking cold as well very cold and it just wrapped around me um and with that <clears throat> i felt worse like I felt sicker and, and dizzier and just not right, like drained, very, very drained. Um, now, of course, could be totally psychosomatic. Um, but again, the, the feeling that there was something with me was just like instantly magnified times 100, like real ramped up, like something like that cold brought something in with it. And it was fucking, it was totally horrible. My, my ha hair is standing on end telling this story promise you um so with that i kind of like i'm like fuck i i, I get up and, and, and i and i get up out of my bag have a little walk around um and just kind of like look around there's nothing there obviously and just try and like fucking calm myself down and like okay whatever i'm feeling like absolute shit it doesn't feel good standing up i feel like i just need to be fucking lying down um so i get back in um my bag lie down again you know take a few deep breaths or whatever and 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 i start to feel a little bit better then um so yeah 
night goes on. I don't know how much time passed. Again, this was over 10 years ago. Um, probably had a few more cigarettes. And then a while later, um, it like hits me again. I remember it hitting me very, very quickly. Like, ooh, boom, I feel... I haven't been feeling 100% since the last episode, but this time, like, boom, feel dizzy, feel sick. And then seconds after this hit me, I hear this thing that I can only describe as sounding like a fingernail. That's what I'd interpret it as. Scraping across the back of my brolly from low down left all the way to high side right. Okay, so it's slowly like scraping across the back of my brolly. I know this sounds so fucking far-fetched, but this is what happened, I swear to you. Uh, at least this is what I perceive to happen, okay? So this fucking fingernail is what I'm thinking is scraping from left to right on my brolly. And uh, honestly, I freaking win shit in myself. Not literally. There's no but branches behind you or anything? No branch, so no branches behind me, mate. There is no. I'm in this little plot that overlooks the front of the lake. There is no trees near me for twenty feet. Would be the nearest bush or tree, like possibly a little bit more than that. Okay, so I I whip up, whip out of my fucking bat, feeling like absolute death. But I get out of my brolly, look look all around it. There's nothing there. It's not like there's something fallen. I mean, there's not a breath of wind anyway now. Um, there's nothing on my brolly or touching my brolly that could have scraped it. Nothing in the slightest. Okay. Uh, so I get back in my bed. I'm like thinking like, okay, what the fuck happened? I'm looking in the back of my brolly. Like did something fall over? Just going super logical on it. Like what could have caused that? What's happened? You know, is, is one of my ribs parted? Actually, there wasn't any ribs, but there was like these like... Um, like the, these poles, of, is my pole parted anyway? No, they're all secured. It's all good. Um, I could not describe, I, I just did not know what was going on. And I felt fucking ill. Like I felt really fucking ill and drained. Okay. All I can do is just fucking curl up under my sleeping bag and just pray whatever the fuck is going on is going to go soon. But I didn't have that feeling. I had some really bad feelings. Um, by this time, it's it's misty as you like. Like, it's super misty. I forgot to mention that. The mist came in not that long after I, I first started feeling ill. So it's misty as fuck. Like, I'm looking out. It's looking super spooky. You can't see fuck all. I'm feeling, like, deaf. I think there's some kind of fucking weird, creepy fingernail thing scraping the back of my brain. I'm shitting myself. Absolutely shitting myself all of a sudden i remember thinking like i really fucking hope i don't get a run like i hope i don't hook into a carp because i just want to stay in this by this time i'm buried in my sleeping bag and i just want to stay there like whatever is happening is happening i can't fucking control it so i've got my head under the duvet obviously your, your duvet is going to protect you isn't it um so i've got my head under the duvet and i just want to block the fucking world out and then what happens like beep 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 Beep, 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 beep. And, you know, my fucking alarm goes off, doesn't it? So I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> so I have to get out, obviously. Yeah, hit into it. I'm playing the rod, playing the carp, sorry. Weirdly, I, I'm all of a sudden, I, I do feel like I could do this because at, at first I was like, I don't know if I can, 
if I can do this, but I get out, I'm playing it, it's okay actually, I managed to get the carp in, um, wang it unceremoniously, wang it onto the unhooking mat, pop the hook out, and back it goes, um, and then I, I, I leave that rod in, I'm fishing with two rods, and then I wind the other rod in frantically, because I don't want to get up again, wind the other rod in, you know, chuck it down, and, and, and get back into my bag, then again, then it all freaking starts again, uh, and I and I I have this feeling that something really bad is going to happen. So I've chucked the rod down. I get this this strong feeling something bad is going to happen. I just shuffle back under my under my shelter, get back in into my into my bag, and again I'm trying to be calm. In somewhere in the mix of this, I've phoned Pete like five hundred times, text him like come and get me obviously he's not responded <laughs> he's asleep or something um and uh and anyway it's shit's getting bad i i, I think i grab a, a bank stick um and 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 just walk around again make sure there's no one there make sure i'm not imagining it make sure there's not like someone i don't fucking know what it was but i grab a bank stick walk around like i've obviously armed myself um and I'm making sure that that no one's there. Okay, no one's there. There's nothing I can do about it. All I can do is just get back into my brolly and ride it out. Like I, I'd done everything I could. The rods were in. I know I didn't have to get out of my bag again. I did a final check. There was there was no one around my brolly or bivy. That's it. I'm turning and I'm shutting the world out. Okay. So I get back in, get under my duvet, and then what happens? Pretty pretty much straight away, um, as far as I can remember, this fucking fingernail goes again from the from again from the left hand side all to the top oh or it might have been the opposite way this time i can't remember this fucking fingernail on the back of my brolly again okay and then all of a sudden with the end of the fingernail scrape the bro the whole brolly starts shaking i mean fucking shaking so if you think if you grabbed the the, the bell cap of a brolly just shook shook it like mad that was what was happening i'm fucking petrified and i remember this clear as day i shrieked out in this little girly voice saying no please don't or something like that like it was like please <laughs> please don't, please don't, or something like that, it probably sounded like that, but way, probably sounded way girlier, that was fucking all I could do, I was absolutely shitting myself, I was weak, I was drained, I was feeling like absolute shit, covered in, dripping in sweat, but I was cold, and it just fucking carried on shaking, carried on shaking, carried on shaking, there's nothing I could do, it felt like it was happening for minutes, it probably happened for a matter of seconds, um, and then it stopped, nothing else happened i was just under there feeling like absolute shit smoking like a trooper dent move absolutely petrified i've i've nearly i've had been in some terrible car crashes i've been through lots of different things but i've never ever been as scared as i have that night um nothing else happened that was it that was the last occurrence um and i just rode it out till dawn and got the fuck out of there and that's my story. Gets better though, doesn't it? Does it? Oh, what with the yeah. crypt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go into that then. So anyway, the the, the guy that's convinced me to to fish this place, Adam, um, he's a good old boy. 
So anyway, I go round to his house the next day. Um, didn't relay the story in its entirety because his freaking family are there. He lives in a little old Cornish cottage and it's very small and the family are all very tight and, you know, he's got big loads of kids. Anyway, they're all listening, so I'm, you know, I'm telling it, but, but I'm not, you know, going into as, as much detail. And anyway, he was like, he's like, whereabouts did you fish? And I was like, oh, I fished this swim that was in, in like front of the island and overlooked the, the bulk of the lake. And he was like, if you look just behind there, there was a family crypt. Or actually, he might have told me that because I remember going and walking past it and viewing that. So maybe that happened on the phone. Maybe he told me on the phone that there was a crypt. Anyway, there was this fucking crypt, which is basically a, a group tombstone, would you call it? Like this area where loads of people get buried together. <clears throat> Great. That was right behind the, my the family bivy. members, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right behind my fucking where I where I was fishing. I didn't know this obviously at the time. I think I spoke to him on the phone and maybe he said it because I remember looking at it thinking fucking great. Anyway, and then I go to his house, explain it all. Um anyway, in long long story long, it turns out that the old owner of this lake what he used to do so adam is is deaf okay um he, he's mostly deaf he, he can hear but he's very hard of of hearing and he's mostly he's mostly deaf isn't he Pete? i mean he he sounds like he's deaf no disrespect to the poor guy if he's if he's listening although maybe he wouldn't be listening because he's kind of deaf anyway i've, I've only met him the once mate so i didn't i didn't actually pick up on that he's not proper deaf but he's mostly deaf i don't know i'm probably sounding very disrespectful but Anyway, to, so because he's deaf, this guy used to scrape his freaking walking stick across the back of Adam's brolly or bivy to let him know he was there. Swear to God, that's what Adam said. And you can read that mm. on the cart forum. It's not an advert for the cart forum. I've got no interest in the cart forum. But um, yeah. So that that would maybe explain what the guy was doing. I don't fucking know. All I know is I've never been that petrified in my life. I felt drained. I felt sick. I was sopping wet in my own sweat. Yet I was freezing cold. It was fucking weird. That's it. I remember. The, I remember the morning, sort of having all the missed calls from you at like three a.m. Um, and messages. I think I did. I didn't have an answer phone message. No, but I had text messages. You were like, seriously, like, can you come and pick me up? <laughs> I remember phoning you being like, mate, what's like, what's up? And you were just like, you're a wanker. <laughs> you're like giving me abuse because I didn't answer my phone in the middle of the night. Um, but that's a legit story, guys, to those who don't listen. And I don't think anything like that's happened to you before or since. Am I right in saying that? Well, fuck, fuck no. No, not at mm. all. I, I, I've done fucking, I mean, you know, Pete, I used to do a crazy amount of nights, didn't I? I was... Mm -hmm. Definitely doing a, a bare minimum two, usually three or four. Um, yeah, I'm not, you know, it, 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 it's not made up. I've got no reason to make it up. You know, I feel very awkward saying it. I actually, I feel right, like my hair standing up. It feels horrible um, just reliving it. But uh, yeah, I've got no reason to lie. It very <clears> much <throat> happened to me. Although, you know, having said that, um, if I heard someone else say that story, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, okay, maybe he's he's uh, maybe he's hamming it up a little bit, you know, making it more than what it was. I promise you, I'm not. It is. It happened exactly how I said it. 
um, as you know, it, it really, really did. And I know this, and and you know, obviously it was a while ago, so I can't remember everything. I wrote it on the cart forum when it was kind of fresh to me, and I didn't tell a word of a lie. If anything, I probably played it down a little bit. Um, that uh, I remember it clear as day. Who knows? I'm not saying it was real. Maybe it was this weird freaking figment of my imagination. I mean, I'm not that kind of person. I think most people that would know me would think I'm a pretty strong person. I've been through a lot and nothing really phases me. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe it was in my head. Maybe it was a real ghost thing. I don't know. I just know it felt very real for me. And it was honestly the most scary scary thing that ever happened to me it's not like you're being attacked by someone and there's an element of of you you know what to expect and you can control yourself there was none of that i didn't know what the fuck was going to happen i thought something really bad was going to happen just the foreboding and feeling i had in me i was like this ain't gonna end well that there's something really big is gonna happen it never did you know other than what i said obviously that's big enough but i felt like something was gonna kill me or something Obviously, it never did. I'm still here, but anyway, that's that's my story. I hope <laughs> I hope you've uh, you got some kind of pleasure from my misery, and uh, yeah, there we go. I think before like you round it up, mate. The thing that made it like most sort of real for me was the fact that you didn't find out about the farm with the stick until like a number of weeks afterwards. So I know you had told me about it, and I was just a bit like, yeah, 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 kind of like all right, like, uh, and um. I remember like your reaction to when you heard about the farmer who died who used to do that with the stick, mate, and you were just like white as a ghost. I can remember that quite well. You were with me when I found out? I think so, mate, yeah. Yeah. I genuinely, I, I've told this story to someone not long ago, like at work, and it like, sounds like a little bit like daft, but it like brings me up in like goosebumps when I tell people your story, mate, because I know it's 100% legit. Like, I really do. I hope I did this, you know, I, I hope I, I told it all right. And yeah, there we go. That's my story. We've had quite a few people message us, haven't we? Actually, quite a lot of people have been like, looking forward to your ghost story. Because I think I <laughs> we first mentioned it months ago. Um, oh, yeah. One of the first pods, wasn't it? And we were like, we'll save that for another time. How was it? Um, yeah. I think it'd be cool as well for the guys who, who listen, if you've got any freaky stories like let us know because i'm quite into things like that i like to hear it yeah do you know what i did didn't tell you this pete but um i thought oh we could do like a halloween episode (laughs) this sounds so cringy but uh, i was like this thread on the cart forum um there's so many good stories on there so i i commented on it i like resurrected the old thread and i was like if Mm -hmm. by the way if anyone wants to tell their story maybe on a podcast you know, let me know and we can, you know, feature different people's stories. Not not one person replied to me. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that shit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. But yes, please let us know if you've got any weird occurrences. We We would like to know that for sure. And by the way, let us know by leaving us a review on the podcast app. You will actually be entering yourself into a prize draw giveaway we will pick someone at random we're not picking the best review don't think that but we will just pick someone at random um, that will see receive some really cool gifts we haven't finalized what it will be but it will be 
well over £50 worth of value, probably over £100 worth, to be honest. Um, but we will definitely get some cool stuff for, for the winner of that. So if you want to enter into that, please go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple podcast. Or I believe you can start doing it on other podcast apps now. Um, so have a look for that feature. And uh, yeah, we will short draw you into, uh, we'll, we'll put your name into the hat and you can win some very cool stuff. And I don't say that lightly. It will be really cool stuff. Um, oh, there we go, Pete. How the how do we follow that up? I'm not sure, mate. I'm not sure. I'll be genuinely thinking about this now. Fishing tomorrow night. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to be on edge. I am going to be on edge, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I fished that lake and uh, that, that you're on. And um, yeah, I, I, I get, I think it's a, it's a lovely little place, isn't it? I get really good vibes from mm. it. Really nice little venue. Didn't you see an orb there or something once? You took photos or something. Can you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Right again, I was in. I was in that old. Do you remember that old fox shelter, mate? Yeah, yeah. I used to have to tie. I had this like blue nylon rope. I used to have to tie to part of the the frame and and tie it to a bush or whatever. Do you remember that? <laughs> it wasn't self supportive, was it? No, it needed ropes and everything. It was bloody hammered. My, you know, all mouse chewed through lots of parts of it. And uh, yeah, proper used and abused. Anyway, yeah, I was under that. And um, I remember the swim I was in. Yeah, there was this like light thing in front of me. That was pretty weird. But I didn't, I didn't feel freaked out by it. It was just like, oh, that's, that's weird. I just took some photos of it. Mm. Wouldn't. I wouldn't call that a ghostly experience, though. I think it just is what it is, isn't it? I don't know what it was, but it, it was there. Didn't feel bad, though. <clears throat> no, that's it. Talking to that shower, mate, Fox have brought them back out. I don't know if you've seen that. I did, actually, a while ago. Yeah, a month or two ago, they brought it out. Like, Is it the Evo? Is it an Evo? It is. It is, yeah. yeah. Fucking good bit of kit. It was long, like the poles are really long. They're all bent every which way on the one that I had. But um, it was actually a good bit of kit. It pops up extremely quickly. Um, I tended super to, lightweight, wasn't it? Super lightweight, open fronted. You can't put a front on it. Doesn't really, you know. But you you can spray it out, so it becomes very wide, like ridiculously wide. Um, but very low. And I used to have it like that, didn't I? So it would almost like wrap around your bed chair almost. It, but it would mm-hmm. be insanely wide, like the width of two brollies probably by the by the time you've all fanned it out. But good bit of kit, very versatile. Um, yeah, good bit of no-nonsense, basic, stop the rain coming on your head bit of kit. Um, I imagine the new version is a bit more bells and whistles, singing and dancing, isn't it? It's got a front, I know that much. It's got like a, whether it's an integrated front or a zip-on front. Yeah. I also remember doing a, a night on that place. I didn't do much there at all. Not that many nights at all. Um, I think I was in between brollies or something, hence been using that. I also borrowed, I won't mention him, um, because I don't think he'd want me to mention his name, but he actually me- he messaged uh, yesterday saying he appreciates the podcast which is very nice of him. Let's just call him Mr. Mink. Um, if you're listening, thank you, Mr. Mink. I appreciate all your help. Um, he lent me this, uh, This I think it was, I don't know what the brand was actually. 
uh, it was this old camo real tree type thing um, because I needed a shelter. I remember he brought it down to me, I think, uh, whilst I was at that lake. And the interior of it, like the inner waterproof lining had worn off so much or disintegrated. I don't know what the fuck he'd done to it. Probably put it away wet. But it was just like dripping off of it in this globulous kind of like snot that was all hanging from the roof. <laughs> and uh, he said, I don't know how it came. I didn't speak to him that much, but it came. I don't know how it came up that he had this thing. He's like, yeah, it's a bit ropey, but you could borrow it. <laughs> he brings this fucking thing that's basically melting on me. And uh, yeah, I remember that. That was at the same lake. That was, that was another <clears throat> battered shelter that had seen better days. Um, you remember you borrowed my old brolly there once. No. You, you mustn't have had a shelter. Yeah, you borrowed my brolly. So I think I had that, the old sort of like Witchwood Solace brolly. Oh, that was um, new at the time, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was my, my new sort of like brand new bit of kit that I lent you for the night. That was and, when um, they first came out, wasn't it? That was all cutting edge yeah. back then. Yeah, the, the, the first was. Witchwood Solace was a... That was a bloody good brolly, wasn't it? Really? I still miss it, to be honest, mate. I do. Uh, I think it's like the first one to come out of like fiberglass spokes instead of like the old steel that's spokes. It. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, I just literally took the brolly down. I just didn't think about like pegs. I don't know why. I just assumed you'd have some pegs or I just picked up my brolly, walked out of the house, put it in the car, drove it down to you. And um, you don't remember that? You had like a big storm and you had to tie it down like a shoelace to the bed chair. You had to take the shoelaces out of your shoes. Um, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, you had to take the shoelaces out of your shoes and tie the brolly to your bed chair so it didn't blow away. Um, yeah, like a real big storm. I mean, you see, this is quite sad, and this is like... It's a little bit sad, this is, mate. And um, it was a really big storm, and the wind sort of blew one of the spokes in. If that, does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? Like, pushed it right in, and it, like, pulled it out of the Velcro, like, strapping and stuff. And um, you give it back to me, complaining, like, I hadn't lent you any pegs or whatever. <laughs> but I never, I never put the uh, the Velcro back around the spoke like ever. And uh, every time I went fishing, I was a bit like, mm, from when Sam <laughs> borrowed it, like six years later. I've only just got rid of it. Do you know what I mean? Every time I went fishing, I was a bit like, oh, still there from when Sam borrowed it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I never put it back in because I was a little bit, a little bit sad, a little bit nostalgic. Oh, you're so sentimental, you little, you little cutie. What? Why mm. the fuck was I um going to that place without a shelter though? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It sounds like it happened twice. <laughs> I don't know, mate. You were a mess. <laughs> I, I was a total mess. <laughs> you probably just thought you'd be fine under the stars, and like didn't look at the forecast or something. I don't know. Jesus, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's carpy, mate. That's that's what they would say mm. these days. It's carpy. Yeah, yeah, good times, mate. Good times. Oh, mate. Yeah, we had we had some good times, didn't we? We really, really did. I always say to you, I said this last time we met up. You know how we look back on those old days on the on the on the pad lake and on the weedy lake and on all these different spots. We look back with those like with the rose, like oh, those memories and all those good times that make us laugh. I mean one day we'll be looking back to this time and we need to make those memories now. Um, that's something I'm really aware of. Maybe we're not. Well, we're definitely not because we ain't fishing together. But I don't know. The good old days. No, mate. 
it's all well and good, but this day and age right now, one day will be the good old days. So I guess I'm saying, you know, we all just need to make as much as the current situation as we can, if that makes sense, waffling on. You get what I mean. A hundred percent. And I was saying, we need to arrange another social, don't we? We need to, 40 years out. Yeah, we let's, do. Let's Is arrange that gonna a be- date and we ought to do it now. And oh, it's definitely, definitely going to happen, mate. I really want to, genuinely. Mm. Is that going to be up at, at Jossie's spot or what? No idea, mate. We don't know what's going to sort of um, be sort of like presented with us with like these local lockdowns and stuff. Well, I don't even know what part of the country Joss is in, but if he gets caught up in one of these like tier three lockdowns or something, it'll be a no-go, won't it? He's in uh, Norfolk, mate. It's pretty remote. Oh, yeah, so he's, yeah, no, he'll be fine, you'd think. You'd think, yeah. Um, God. Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm up for it, genuinely. Mm. And if yeah. not there, somewhere else. Like, I'm, yeah, we 100% need to do something before Christmas. And we'll actually try and record a podcast on the bank without it getting out of hand, like it normally does. It just becomes very un-PC and you just can't put it out. <clears throat> Well, mate, I, I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think some of the stories we were talking about earlier are exactly PC, are they? But um, <laughs> so yeah, you gonna you gonna round it up, mate? Are we rounding it up? Are we done? I think so. I think so. Yeah, short one tonight. It's good. It's good. Short, straight to the point. Hopefully, people have enjoyed it. Um, few stories. What will we call this one, Pete? What 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 can we call it? I will think of something witty, no doubt. Will you? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know, mate. Sounds good. Okay, well, thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed these uh, these stories. I think we've probably got tons more, haven't we, Pete, to be honest with you? And uh, no doubt they'll be coming out at some point. But, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for everyone that listens regularly. Like Honestly, I mean that. We do get a lot of love. Um, I'm sure many people listen to this and, and bloody hate it and never listen again. But um, for those of you that stick with us and, uh, and and keep on coming back, we really, really do appreciate it. We really, really do. If anyone has any uh, suggestions or anything like that, please let us know. As I said earlier, please leave us a review. You will be entered into the prize draw to uh, to win some really cool stuff. And as well as that, we just really appreciate the feedback. Um, that's it. Pete, anything you want to add to that, my man? No, mate. No, all good. Just, yeah. Good night, everyone. Catch you soon. Good night. Take care. And uh, watch out for those those ghouls, the ghosts. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it spooky. We'll release this on Halloween. Shit, shit everyone right up. Stop recording, shall we? Yeah, stop recording. Yeah.